Now, what are you watching? What are you guys watching? What are you watching? What are you watching, guys? What's this show? Is it new? What is this show? What are you watching? What are you watching? What are you watching? Okay, that's it. That's enough screen time, people. Let's all take a 10-minute break. No more TV. Turn it off now. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Screen Time is Cancelled. I'm Aaron. I'm Andy. And today we checked out Bubble Guppies, a Nickelodeon show about mer kids. I thought you were going to say murder. No. <laughs> this is not a true crime podcast. Although that would be an interesting twist. If, if this is a true crime podcast or if Bubble Guppies was about murder and about true crime. <laughs> yes. Because Nickelodeon had... The mystery files of Shelby Woo. They did. And that, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Although that that was less like of those two shows, the one that I would guess that was closer to being true crime, not the one that had leprechauns. What about was um And Mr. Sardo? <laughs> what, what about um it's Sardo? <laughs> <laughs> right, and no mister. My God. I got it all wrong. <laughs> um, well, uh was it Nickelodeon that also had Harriet the Spy? Uh, well, yeah, that was that was the first Nickelodeon movie. Right, was Harriet the Spy? Was that is that kind of true crime? It's honestly been so long. I just remember Michelle Trachtenberg. I remember that in that movie, she liked to eat tomato sandwiches with oh. mayonnaise and salt and pepper, and Rosie O'Donnell made them for her. Mm, I, like I remember those. that part of it, and I remember thinking, "That's disgusting." I like those. I know you do. <laughs> And we're married in spite of that fact. We're married? We're married in spite of your gross sandwich choices. <laughs> I think you mispronounced gross. <laughs> so going into the show, I think I had higher hopes maybe because it was a Nickelodeon show. And I Nickelodeon knew nothing is... about it until yeah. you told me to watch, like until you told me to select it on the Roku. I had never heard of this show. Same. Uh, this was a suggestion from... I want to say it was Christina. I'm pulling it up now, but um, I, yeah, I was I was kind of thinking that this was going to be uh, a pretty decent show because you know we grew up on Nickelodeon cartoons, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't remember disliking any of them or thinking any of them was dumb. Granted, I was a kid at the time. True, and <laughs> also going in its favor, or at least what I would have said prior to doing this whole podcast is that it's a Canadian children's show. Which I remember a lot of the ones I liked, and we talked about this, being Canadian imports. On Nickelodeon. On Nickelodeon. And uh, now we've seen Bubble Guppies and Caillou, which are making me rethink my assumption of Canadian imported (laughs) children's television. Yeah. Uh, This was suggested to us by Christina, so thank you, Christina. Um, Thank you, Christina. Or not. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) So this show, for me, was... I'd say slightly below Peppa Pig, mm-hmm. but above most of the other things we've watched thus far. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think there is, if I had to like map this out somehow. They, like Make a, some sort of bracket. If I had to make some sort of bracket, I'm just thinking of it like on a number line where you've got like zero and then some shim- show- shows, some shows that are below zero and some shows that are above zero. And I'm at the point now where I think I would just put Tayo Bus at zero. <laughs> like, <laughs> is it is the show better or worse than Tayo Bus? Where would you put Larva? Larva is an episode we haven't released. That's okay. We haven't released a Tayo Bus episode. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> we watched Larva. We can let people know we watch other shows. 
No, I, I don't. Not by choice. I don't want to ruin the illusion, and I want people to think that we just sit here and we watch half an hour of children's television a week, and otherwise our TV, our old console TV, has like a little, you know, um, standby bars. No. <laughs> no, I was thinking like a grandma who has like a little like um, crocheted runner over the top of it that just covers the screen, and she keeps like a tea set on top. I like to think this is more like an MST3K scenario where like we are forced to watch one 30 minute episode of <laughs> children's TV a week. And that's it. By an evil, evil, what was she, scientist? Yeah. yeah. But other than that, we, we're free to do whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not a bad deal, really. So don't skirt around the question. Where does Larva fall for you? Larva's the worst thing we've watched. Larva's <laughs> by far zero. the worst thing. It was so bad that we recorded an episode and then bailed on it because the the badness of the show infused the episode it made it the worst episode we've recorded we well i feel like i guess i won't spend too much time on it but the issue was we didn't know what to say it was so bad all we could say was oh my god that was so bad (laughs) yes maybe it works for a kid it does not work for an adult yeah larva was awful this is infinitely better than larva yeah so I would say that this was fine. Yeah, we're not as good as Peppa Pig. Actually, no, I would put this, because I didn't enjoy this one as much as I enjoyed the weirdness of Super Wings or just the silliness oh, yeah. of Paw Patrol. I guess it's kind of, like, it, it's not bad in the scheme of things, but it's, I guess it's a little bland. Yes. You could say it's it's like a standard kids show, but also they're mermaids. Definitely better than Word Party. Yes. I have a question. Yes. Why is the dog also a mermaid? Well, let's let's set up the show here. Let's explain to someone who is like we were 38 minutes ago mm-hmm. and was blissfully unaware of what Bubble Guppies is. Bubble Guppies is a children's show that is imported from Canada about mer children and fish and lobsters and sea snails that all live in this kind of like SpongeBob-esque underwater town and learn lessons seemingly about a topic of the day mm-hmm. and do little sketches and sing songs in between almost like a almost like a cartoon variety show and there's a dogfish yeah i'm sorry yes and there's a dogfish <laughs> well i didn't know if it was like on spongebob where um gary pearl oh pearl the squirrel sandy sandy thank yeah. you I'm so, i couldn't remember her name um just where's the the you know, uh, diving suit. Well, I, I think this is one of those shows where you've got that kind of weird delineation of which characters are characters and which are like wildlife. Yeah. Because if you, the kids obviously need a pet because they need an animal companion. Right. But the things that would make sense underwater, like fish, they're already talking anthropomorphic fish. So you can't have them also own and enslave a fish because that'd be weird. But kids have pup. Let's just make a puppy fish. And then it's normal. It's fine. Maybe I'm overthinking this. <laughs> Probably, especially because there are a couple little like goldfish but those that talk. hang around them. They talk and have like emotive faces. they talk? Faces. I thought they giggled. They giggled and they talked because oh. they introduced the episode. Right. And they said, uh, oh, the name of the episode, by the way, season three, episode two, the police cop attition. Oh my God, the puns. Yeah, there's quite a few and they're not great. I didn't hate it though. No. Oh, you love puns more <laughs> I than do I love do. Puns. You're. I'm not anti-pun, but you're definitely way more into puns than I am. Yes. So I can't decide how I feel about the theme song because it's another one where the theme song is just the lead characters saying the name of the show mm-hmm. over and over again to a tune. 
<laughs> However, I don't know if the other music in the episode not being half bad made it less awful. See, I think it made it worse. Oh, really? Because I think the fact that there was other good songs in there, like, made the theme song feel lazier. And now, Yeah, that's true. I'm very much of the school of theme songs should, <laughs> like, like Ninja Turtles, they should explain the general premise of the show and introduce you to all the characters and what the, the Ninja Turtles tells you who we're dealing with, where they came from, who's the bad guy, what's at stake, pizza, partying, nunchucks. Everything you need to know about Ninja Turtles. Right. Paw Patrol does the same thing. Yep. You get the whole idea of who everyone is. This just tells you you're watching Bubble Guppies. They at some point go over all their names, though. Was that not part of the theme song? I can't remember now. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was. Yeah. But other than that, it just says Bubble Guppies. Yeah. So scratch everything I just said. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's not as dynamic because it was just, it, it almost looked like a stereotypical like 60s or 70s montage where it's just people like dancing in front of semi-psychedelic swirling backgrounds. Yeah. So it, it looked kind of like the, the, the bumpers and interstitials in that 70s show where they're jumping in front of the lava lamp background. Yep. I guess it's that style is probably appropriate for underwater. Yeah. Style. And they're just kind of like zooming in and out and it, it does that thing that has been weirding me out with all of these younger children's shows we've watched where everyone is too full in, like, everything's just slightly too close to everyone's faces and all of these shots are just slowly zooming in on people. See, I didn't notice that again. You've mentioned it a couple times and I, I don't know if it doesn't bother me or I don't, it must not bother am me. Am I sitting too close to the screen? Is that what it is? <laughs> you are pretty close I, compared I, to me. I am much closer. My mom would yell at me right now if she yeah. could see me. She'd tell me that it was going to be bad for my eyes and I'd need glasses. But jokes on her, I already have glasses. <laughs> so uh, the first, well, actually, this is uh, one of the first shows I think we've watched that had one contiguous storyline yeah. through the entire episode. So the only episode we watched was the police cop edition, um, where the episode was all about um, police officers and... Uh, I'm sure a lot of you are thinking the same question I had, which was, when was this episode released? Just out of curiosity. It's funny you should bring that up, because on the Wikipedia page, there is a note that in the wake of the protests following the death of George Floyd, this episode was pulled from television broadcast and online streaming. Oh. Now, that doesn't seem accurate, because we just online streamed it. Oh, right. So maybe it's only been pulled from, like, Nick Jr. or something? Yeah, because we watched it through Amazon Prime. Yeah, and, I mean, we're not ones... We're not in the right position to comment on police brutality or anything like that. No, but... it was interesting to see, and and I did think the exact same thing. I was also... I I was trying to look... I wanted to know because I wanted to make sure I was looking at this through the correct lens, which isn't to say that police brutality hasn't always been an issue, but more that... It wasn't in the forefront of everything as much in 2013 as it is now. Right. The the reaction clearly is a little different now. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I wonder if it got, if you're right, if it's just like Nickelodeon properties it got removed from. Maybe Amazon then, just doesn't care. Yeah. Like large companies that got the streaming rights are just like, screw it. We'll keep streaming it. Maybe. I don't know. It, it's It definitely is available on Amazon Prime. Yep. So... Right. Or maybe, maybe they just pulled it from streaming in June and they're like, all right, that's enough. We've solved the police brutality. We can put it back on streaming. <laughs> Good. Uh, 
All right. Well, um, that's more for another time and podcast. Um, <laughs> another day in another podcast entirely with different people talking about it. Yep. Uh, so this episode had kicks off kind of with um, Molly, a uh, little purple haired mermaid um, at the front of the screen trying to introduce what's going on today. And Gil, the blue haired boy mermaid is running around her in a cardboard box police car and she looks very confused every time he goes around her and i know this is our first episode ever but this is season three so i'm guessing molly knows enough about gil's shit at this point that she should not be surprised by his antics maybe she's surprised at the existence and persistence of a cardboard box at the bottom of the ocean you know what there are a lot of instances like that 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 could be true, sure. Case in point, quickly following this little interlude is an underwater car chase on a road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I that's I don't know what to say about that. Well, you had a snail that was 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 he shaving or brushing his teeth? Brushing his teeth. Brushing his teeth while driving, which I have seen people do, and to my understanding, is dangerous. That I don't. That just makes my brain explode. I can't even fathom doing that. I can't. Brush my teeth standing still <laughs> without toothpaste falling out of my mouth, all over my face, onto my shirt, ruining my shirt. Like, I don't I don't even use that much toothpaste. It's just super sudsy, I guess. I don't understand but... how some people, the things that people can pull off while I've seen people, um, I've seen people eat soup while driving. What? How? I, how? What? I, I was fascinated. I was curious how much the ticket would be for something like that because I... I feel like the harder it is, the more expensive it should be. (laughs) (laughs) So like brushing your teeth would be like a $200 ticket. Flossing might be a bit more. Doing a water pick would be even more than that. Anything that really requires two hands would be like thousands of dollars. So like if I was trying to like address tonsil stones while driving, that would be quite a bit. Yep. Or eat like a foot long po'boy or something. What if I've got a passenger helping me out with like, you know, the two mirror setup where you put the mirror inside of your mouth and you look in the rear view so you can see the back (laughs) of your teeth? Uh, Is that more or less? More. Okay. Because then your passenger is helping you be distracted, and he should he can get him for like distracted riding. Yeah, yeah, he should be or paying attention, enabling a distracted driver. I bet that's a thing. the The cop is a lobster that pulls the snail over, and I'm very sad. At no point did they call her a copster. I knew this was coming up <laughs> because I, <laughs> a because I made the same note. B, Andrew has a story that he likes to that he likes to tell about this one time we went out to dinner and uh, I immediately thought of it. And I guess so did he. Yeah. And I appreciate you teeing this up for me. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're Conan and I'm a comedian that's on there. Yep, yep. Like, I heard you a story about a lobster thing. Why don't you tell us about that? Yep. There's, a, there's a restaurant around here that has a lobster cob salad. And I've been there a couple of times now and complained to several waitresses that it's not called a cobster salad. And each time they've commented that that's a good point and they should. And they've I've watched them go tell other service staff there that my idea and them all laughing. I'm assuming I'm assuming laughing in agreement that this is a great idea, but it still is called a lobster cob salad. And so it's a, it's a very missed opportunity. They're too fancy to change their name to something cutesy. That's all I can come up with. I, th- I think cobster salad isn't too cutesy, though, is it? It depends on who you're talking to. I guess. Sorry. I don't know. It just, <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. It's such an easy win. I can't, I can't imagine why they don't take it. 
The so, lobster is played by Wendy Malick. I like her. She's good. Yeah, that was cool to hear a, a voice I recognized. Um, she was Nina on Just Shoot Me, if you don't recognize her by name. A couple other things, too, because I don't. I never watched Just, Just Shoot Me, but I knew who she was. She was in a couple episodes of Reba. Oh, yep. That could be some of it. And other things. I don't have that Wikipedia page open anymore. <laughs> so Gil and Molly um, see this underwater car chase and go over to check it out and meet the cobster. And Thank Gil, you. the cobster is like, uh, yeah, look how cool I am. Because, I mean, they're admiring her. And they, it's she a lobster cop. That's what you do. Yeah, that's true. Uh, she immediately offers to play the siren for Gil. And he's, yeah, he said something like, all the time. <laughs> a lot. That's yes. what he said. Which, would you like to hear the siren? A lot. a lot. And he's right in her face as he's saying this. Yeah. Uh, so he gets up next to the car and she plays the siren and he gets blown back by the siren. Apparently it's so loud. He gets blown back. Molly then looks at the camera and I realize this is another show where they break the fourth wall and ask a question. I don't remember what the question was, but she asks it and then waits an uncomfortable amount of time for an answer. <laughs> Yet again, way too long. Kids don't... Uh, I said this last time. Kids do not wait. If you ask them a question, if they don't know the answer, they make shit up. But they still talk almost immediately. Rarely does a kid pause and think about stuff. Especially um, if you're a talking lobster. Yes. Like, you will get a very fast response if you're a talking sea creature. Right. Then I also forgot that they were breaking the fourth wall for like a minute or so as I was watching the rest of this this little segment. <laughs> Until randomly other children started laughing. <laughs> It was just like a laugh track that came out of nowhere that didn't exist before. <laughs> well, now that they now that it involved the other children, yeah, and asked us to join in, we were safe to laugh out loud. But I don't think I noticed it anywhere else in the episode. No, it's just there. Oh, that's so weird. Somewhere in here, they sing a song about like cop cop song. Oh, uh, no, I think that's a little bit later. Oh, is that later? Okay, well, I, I'm sorry for bringing it up. No, no. Tell, tell us about going to school then. Oh uh, no, you're you're right. It's right after. So I guess I just made a. a note that the school building is really cool it's like this um hollowed out anemone or, or coral or something and i remember when i was a kid and every time they built a new elementary school and i had a reason to go there my you know parents wanted to go check it out or there was like an event there or something i always was super fascinated with the schools that had the little like alcoves and the, or the big rotundas with like the little rooms that you could go sit in or benches or something like I don't know. I loved going to see new schools. And this reminded me of that. It had a lot of little cutouts and, and like, uh, what do you call it when the, the floor is like dropped? In the oh, middle like almost steps. like a sunken seating area? Yeah, almost like a, a sunken arena or something. Um, anyway, I thought that was cool. And also their teacher is a fish with arms. The only real type of fish. Like, but he has arms, so not real. Uh, yeah, yeah. In Britain, he's voiced by Ozzy Osbourne. So I'm sad we didn't see that version. Why wouldn't we just carry that over? Why wouldn't we carry that? Well, I don't know. But why would... Can you imagine what that conversation is for them importing the show? Of it? Well, this talking goldfish doesn't really sound British enough. Who do we have that can fit in for an authoritative fatherly figure? He's not British at all Isn't in this. No, he's not. It's because we've got the Canadian voices. Right. But honestly, when they import it into Britain oh, and oh. they... I see. Revoice it for British audiences. I see. 
Is, is this when they go to the song? Yes. Okay. I liked this song. I like this song a lot. It's going to be stuck in my head for a while. <laughs> the cop de bop bop? The cop de bop bop song. I thought it was good. It sounded a lot like the Venga Boys or ATC or Aqua. Like it had that kind of high pitched, slightly sped up female vocals. Yeah. Where it sounded like that 90s, 2000s Euro pop. Interesting. And so, you know, that it resonated with me in, in a very deep way yeah, because of that. Yeah, I, I didn't hate this song either. Uh, you can say you liked it. It's okay. <laughs> the lyrics definitely left something to be desired. They were a little strange. You 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 didn't think it was completely normal to reference someone's sheriff star? I don't remember what, what leading into it. Basically, the time I'm like, oh, are you going to go enforce the law with your badge or your sheriff star? And maybe I'm just coming from a very northeastern perspective here, but... Are there people still around flashing sheriff stars to enforce the law? Like, I just associate that with the Wild West <laughs> and not like... No, there are still sheriffs. Haven't you seen like... Isn't that one of the main characters in Fargo and every small town and every crime show? I think I just assumed all of that was fake. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure sheriffs are still a thing. Really? Yeah. Huh. You guys tell us. Are sheriffs still a thing? Are sheriffs real? Do they still have like... Yes different no. badges do they have stars <laughs> i also noticed in this um a couple things that bothered me but a couple things that i liked so a couple things that bothered me were for some reason their mermaid tails needed pants when they were dressed up like cops so they just yes. they just had pants over their tails i guess cop pants they also showed criminals with <laughs> this is the black and white striped shirt mm -hmm. and the black eye mask that I guess all criminals have or something. Um, something that I liked, though, was one of the lyrics, which was that you have the right to remain awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics referenced a lot about traffic tickets and speeding. Yeah, it was. This was all very mild policing that but we talked about. It was mild policing and moving violations in a car. Yeah, very. You're right. Mostly traffic policing. And I don't know why. There's actually, if you remember when we watched Tio Bus, there were whole sections of that that revolved around Tio Bus not signaling his intent when moving lanes mm -hmm. and like things that a kid is going to have no knowledge or interest in. Like they could have easily talked about littering, about trespass, like things that a kid might engage and do. I feel like speeding is a pretty obvious one though. I guess. That's the one they covered the most. Is uh, do kids worry about speeding? No, but it's it's an easy concept to grasp. You know what fast and slow is by like age 2 or 3. Okay. It Whereas just, littering, that's that's actually kind of hard to explain, right? Because but don't there are the things that you there are th what's trash. There are things that you can put on the ground safely because they biodegrade, or because that part of the ground is fine to put something on, or I don't know. <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I guess I guess I know what you mean, but it's just it's very. I don't. It just seemed like there were other kid-related things you could focus on. Maybe I can't think of them right now. Maybe you're right. I, I think they covered two pretty obvious ones, which was the speeding and uh, safely walking across the street using the. the oh, we'll we'll get to the walking across the street. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, did you notice and or think that Nani acts a bit like Linus from from Peanuts, specifically from uh, the the way he acts in the Christmas one? Oh my God, what's the name of it? 
The Charlie Brown Christmas? Thank you. Why could I not remember that? This actually brings me to my first discussion question of the episode. <laughs> oh, God. And feel free to pause the episode after I ask the question and discuss this amongst yourselves before hearing our responses. Why Don't do... do that. That's weird. No, do that. Do that. <laughs> write it down in your copybooks. Write your answers. Take a minute and then discuss them with the rest of the group. Why do the smart kids in these shows always talk in these kind of like dead Linus-esque slow voices at one point i think when nani's explain what a law is it's a law is a rule that everyone must follow like saying it almost like dead-eyed into the camera yeah no smile like not in a way that no child would actually say this or respond to in that way i'm trying to think like if we asked our kid what a law was he might say like it's a rule that everyone has to follow but he wouldn't say a law is a rule that every, like he's standing doing a a play or a pageant right, and yeah, reading a line. That was weird, especially because I feel like uh, Molly and some of the other guppies uh, explain things mm-hmm. at certain points and they don't act like it's that. It's just in these kind of in these kids shows, it's just the the brainy kid who does stuff like that. Yeah. And in this one, that would be Nani. And you can tell because he's redheaded and wear glasses and has fish freckles. Yes. And so he's obviously the brainy, nerdy kid. Right. At this point, they're trying to help somebody cross the road. They're dressed up as police officers and they're trying to do their duty and help, you know, Nani, I think it is, cross the road with his chicken, Mm -hmm. which, okay, cool. Uh, But How do fish people know about chickens? It wasn't like a chicken fish. It was just a straight chicken. And they didn't have any sort of suit on. Nope. My question was actually, do police officers help people cross the road? And that's just crossing guards? Yeah, they are police officers. No. The only remotely related thing I could think of is directing traffic around construction. But even then, sometimes it's just the construction people. It's not like it's a regular part of their job. I don't think it was in 2013 either. They're really shoehorning this lesson. (laughs) Cops deal with traffic crossing the road here's it across the road <laughs> and i also noticed that the they're explaining how the crossing sign works mm-hmm. and they have video game noises like the yes. super mario coin noise and there was a couple others yeah they were very clearly just stolen from like existing video games and recognized so strange when they cross the road they go to a skate park for chickens even better, when Noni and his chicken cross the road together, they hold hands. Yes, they do. Which is is, is cute. It's yep. cute for a underwater boy fish to hold a chicken. Uh-huh. It's hand when crossing the street. But they get to the skate park, and I notice none of the chickens are wearing protective gear. You're right. They weren't wearing shin guards or knee guards or elbow guards or helmets. But I guess, to be fair, they are underwater, so if they... They wouldn't fall in the first place. They have to pick. Are you underwater, at which point the chickens would drown? Or are you above ground, at which point you need to be wearing protective gear? You can't have it both ways, bubble guppies. But they don't make tiny helmets for chickens. But it would have been cute had they been wearing helmets, though, wouldn't it? That's true. Helmets and pads. Yeah, I could could get behind that, too. Yeah, even if it was just the helmets. Even if it was just the helmets. And I guess knee pads would be easy to do, too. And then is this where they cut to the uh, them all sitting outside the police station having lunch? They're all sitting around and they're talking about what pizza they got for lunch. And the first fish person says, I got a cheese pizza. And the second one says, I got a pepperoni pizza. And the third one says, I got a badgeroni pizza. And it's the pizza with police badges on it. 
And then the little goldfish characters come by and say, that's some silly business, some silly police business. And then it moves on to the next scene. That's barely a joke. It's it's not a joke. It's just... <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, now that I'm thinking, that is the kind of joke that a four-year-old would tell. Yes. What do you call a car that farts? Fart car. Yep. What do pizzas eat? Or what do police eat? Badgeroni pizza. Yep. That's you, know, you know what? Then I... It's my, not a joke for us. My apologies, Bubble Guppies. You nailed your ti- your target demographics style of humor. The Time for Lunch song was a little disappointing as well as far as lyrics, because I'm pretty sure it was just Time for Lunch over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty boring one. <laughs> it was similar to the Let's Go Play Outside song, which yep. was like just Bubble Guppies, go play outside, go, go, go play outside, go outside, go play outside. So there's this running bit, I guess, in this episode where Gil is chasing uh, Molly around or, or near her in front of nothing. I don't know. They're standing on the side of the road or whatever. I'm not really sure. Where this is another thing where it feels like it's like a variety show. On a soundstage. They're yeah. standing on the soundstage. Exactly. Like the curtain comes down and the two, Sonny and Cher, come out in front and they do a couple of jokes back and forth and then it. The curtain comes back up and they go into the next sketch. Like right. that's the that's the feel that this all had. But I was interested in the fact that the Gill character keeps kind of bothering Molly while she's doing nothing and then starts telling her that giggling is illegal mm-hmm. in that area and that she needs to stop giggling. And of course, so the tiny goldfish friends that they have keep giggling and coming over here. But I thought it was interesting that Gill in order to act like a police officer was constantly like giving Molly a stern look. Mm -hmm. Like he never smiled. And he, he even said she, she even asked him, is there a problem officer? And he said, I want to make sure I don't have to give you a ticket. Very aggressive police. Yeah. That felt weird. (laughs) Even for a kid's show. Yeah. And I guess maybe that's like the kids, a kid's idea of what a cop is like, like, or how kids would play cops because they would want to make up laws that people would have to follow randomly. Right. Which is what he did. And they're kind of playing that like character of like the the like the stern cop with the mirrored you know the mirrored shades and right. you know that that kind of character that he was probably trying well, I'm saying that like this is a little kid who's actually playing this is a show written by adults. So they could have done this in any way they wanted. <laughs> but that that's maybe that's what they were trying to do or trying to emulate. Sure. Is this where they go to Triceracops? Yes. So the kids start pretending to be cops in dino times and they call themselves triceracops i'm actually disappointed by it only because on wikipedia it said that this was actually called triceracops 2 speed dinosaur dimension wow which sounds way cooler than just triceracops yeah wait that also means there's a one right interesting i'm disappointed i want to know what the speed dinosaur dimension is yeah Two of the guppies are on the side of the road in prehistoric times, mm-hmm. uh, measuring dino speed with their uh, dino speed measurer. They've got basically like a prehistoric a radar, radar gun. Yeah. <laughs> so they're explaining how it works. It goes from one to ten. And they each time a dino goes past, they read the number and ask if it's higher or lower than the speed limit. And there they are again, waiting this awkward amount of time for other little children to tell them whether it's higher or lower than the speed limit. And they can't act on the fact that this dino is speeding past until they know. That's very ineffective policing. 
And then one of the dinosaurs just run into the tar pits anyways. Yep. So, and I he love dead. The, the dinosaur that they picked was a T-Rex. It's not, not even like a... Not known for their speed. Yeah. And, and why was he running quickly? Because he had new shoes. New shoes. Yeah. Have you tried to run quickly in new shoes? Like, you got to break those in you don't want to comfortable go running past the speed limit in those into tar pits like that that's although again i guess for a kid as long as they're not too tight you immediately want to break them in don't don't why why make excuses for the show (laughs) uh so i think there's another song at this point which reuses the joke from earlier but i didn't hate it where they say you have the right to remain dancing. Oh, yes. Yeah, this is the, the, the driving as a police officer dance. Which in this and later in the cop petition, they're bouncing as if they're walking and dancing. And I'm so confused because they're mer people and they're not touching the ground. <laughs> and this is actually where I'd like to, to go into our second discussion question of the episode. Because this happens a lot in Triceracops, but it also happened... When the Miranda, the lobster cop, first showed up and going... I think you meant Cobster. I'm sorry. Yes, the Cobster. Yep. To, to give her her proper title. And when going into this police competition, where we noticed that they were playing a very obvious ripoff of the A-Team theme. During Triceracops and the original introduction of Miranda Lobster, the background music is that like Starsky and Hutch style, like slap bass, guitar, bass and guitar cop movie music. You know what I'm talking about? Nope, but I believe That kind of like waka chicka waka chicka music that plays in the background of cop shows? Yep, yep. That was from cop shows in the 70s. Yeah. Anyone who watched those shows when they were on the air would be likely a grandparent by now. Yeah. So this show is two generations removed from where that those musical references come from. Why keep making them? Because they're easy. For and that's who? probably for the, who though? That's probably the not too far off from the age of the people who are doing the like music supervision and stuff on the show. I, I it just the the things it's like the Sherlock Holmes thing, but more baffling. Yeah, because at least Sherlock Holmes like is continuing to be made and is a continuing. Like, no one's there are no seventies cop shows anymore. I I feel like it's probably just a if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like it works, and but, like, kids don't know better. So why try to reinvent some wheel for a kids show that's already? But not you don't that need great. to put any like fancy music. You could just keep playing the background music. You don't need exciting slap bass and waka chicka waka chicka guitars when your yeah, cop gets out of the car it's just i don't remember any of the other background music so i don't i don't know i can't necessarily agree or not agree with that without knowing so the police competition the the kids all say woohoo we're going on a field trip and then all of a sudden they're all dressed up as police officers in, in the middle of a relay race mm-hmm. <laughs> smash cut to the relay race apparently and when they're running in that relay race they're running on the ground are in they? A real, like, but, no, well, they're, they're not touching the ground. That's it. They're floating above it, but they're floating like they're running. Their hips are like moving back and forth as if they are touching the ground. It was very strange. And they get to a point where they have to go. They have to wait for the don't walk signal to finish. So they can cross the street. They're all fish. <laughs> they can move on the Z axis. They can just go like the the street is being occupied by these tiny little goldfish and the guppy people. The bubble guppy people are waiting for the, like, they can all swim. Just go over the top of it. But this is part of the relay race. They need to follow the law because it's a competition. <laughs> but 
why are there why are maybe there... it's fish law that you can't go up and over like what if you go up and over and then there's like a boat passing by or a really tall fish like <laughs> you're still gonna run into something you're just you're losing the entirety of the depth of the ocean you know what it is this show didn't want to be under the water like this show <laughs> at every turn is violating the general conceit of being underwater to the to sometimes where they're just showing them above ground they're just fish people that are above ground doing things. They the show didn't want. They should have just made this an above ground show. Could have called it like Trouble Puppies, mm-hmm. and it could have been puppies that learn about cops, and it would have been just fine. But they didn't do that, and here we are. So, <laughs> <laughs> so in the time that these two guppies are taking to figure out how to cross the road what do they they like look both ways a couple times and hold hold, grab each other's hand like enough of you and us have probably crossed a road with one of those countdown pedestrian things to know that by the time they did all this it would already be counting down red like borderline do not cross already and yeah. then they start crossing the road which gave me anxiety because i i feel like crosswalks already give me anxiety <laughs> i never feel like i have enough time and i always feel like i'm gonna have to run and i don't want to run you're not supposed to run on the crosswalk then give me more time it's not up to me i didn't i didn't make the crosswalk signs give me more time talk to the copster no so they go from this part of the relay race to all of a sudden being able to drive police cars mm-hmm and pull over Wendy Malick with a British accent who's driving too fast. <laughs> this lobster driving too fast is clearly high because there's no way that she is missing these sirens and two cop cars. And I think all she's doing to keep missing it is like singing to herself. Mm-hmm. So it's not like the music's too loud or she's got headphones in or her windows are up because her car is a convertible. Like there's no way. So she's on something. And she she's in such a good mood when they pull her over. Like she's just so affable and like, oh God, I was so, oh wow, I was going that fast? Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> wow. Sorry. She even makes the joke, I'm sorry, that was so shellfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then the competition ends, which at what point was it a competition? Because it went from a relay race where they both had to hold hands to cross the street at the same time to the two of them cooperating to pull over British Wendy Malick. And then they've all won. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like it was ever a competition. But they wanted to use that pun. Yes. They wanted to say competition. Yes. And it results in the guppies becoming honorary junior police officers. Mm Mm-hmm. Which makes Gil feel like he can hammer in a sign that has a smiling face with the red no symbol around it. Yeah, it was very authoritarian. <laughs> I feel, did you notice too that little um, goldfish kept swimming right next to it and like sma- flashing a grin mm-hmm. and then leaving? I thought that was pretty funny. Did you notice the goldfish looked a bit like the goldfish did in an advertising campaign for goldfish crackers back in the 2000s? No. They had little animated, like CG animated goldfish, and these looked very similar to them. Did you notice that the dog got a hat? <laughs> no, I did not notice the dog got a hat. I did. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you noticed the dog got a hat. <laughs> he got a police hat just like everybody else. Was that your favorite part? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and the merboy holding hands with the chicken across the road. <laughs> 
I have one final discussion question before we, we do our wrap up of this episode. I'm barely prepared. You're barely prepared? <laughs> yes. I thought you were going to say I'm barely interested. <laughs> also that. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on these questions. <laughs> were you at all disappointed? Yeah, this is actually isn't even a question. This is just a sentence. So I'm going to phrase it as a question. Okay. Were you disappointed by the lack of diversity in underwater sea creatures? Because it was basically lobsters, fish people, sea snails, the puppy and goldfish. Yeah, I I don't know if I was disappointed, but I did notice when they were at the relay race, the audience, because apparently there was an audience watching, uh, Talk very of the clearly town, this event. not the parents of these children, which I thought was super weird, but it was mostly lobsters. Mm-hmm. I thought that was odd because the ocean is full of lots of things there were no there were no whales there were no dolphins or sharks or even like different kinds of fish nope it was really just like goldfish-esque fish that really that felt very lazy to me and i don't know if that's if that's an intentional thing like they're trying to reduce the number of things to distract kids on screen or something oh i can see but the fish people all looked like kind of generic kid characters yeah you've got the goldfish man who's the teacher or the just the Goldfish with arms, as you described him. Yes. And then the little goldfish, which are just smaller versions of him. Yep. There's not no much, arms. No arms. Lobsters, sea sh- sea seashells, sea snails. Yep. That's the word I was looking for. And that's it. Nothing else. Yeah. Oh, and the dog. Yeah. And the chicken. The dog and the chicken. We're chi- not really talking about them. They're not no. really ocean life. So yeah. I was really disappointed by that. I, I guess I could I could say I was disappointed. I I I was hoping to see more than just a bunch of lobsters in the audience. I, I like think. lobsters. This is pretty cool. Yeah. They, and they did a good job getting like different looking ones, like to give them different faces and faces. <laughs> they didn't have different faces. They just had different outfits and they were different sizes. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. So they did a very bad job with all that. <laughs> hey, Bubble Guppies, add some more characters to your show. <laughs> like add a shark or a jellyfish or something. I'm sure that they have other ocean creatures in other episodes maybe we're never gonna find out no no that's thankfully we'll never find out what did you learn from today's episode of bubble guppies aaron uh that the policeman's number one job is to keep people safe um i let's see hold hands while crossing the street especially if you're a chicken uh i didn't learn this from the show but chickens should also wear helmets yeah, that that's something that you have to kind of learn outside the show. Uh, and then I think, lastly, all dogfishes are cuter with hats. Yeah, but you could say that about most creatures. That's true. That most animals get just some degree cuter if you put a hat on them. Yeah, true. Maybe not like a jellyfish. Mm, depends on the hat. That's true. If you put like a little jester's hat mm-hmm. on a jellyfish, that could be pretty cute. Or a tiny tilted top hat. A tiny tilted, or like a fez. Yeah. A fez and a jellyfish would be pretty cool. What did you learn? Oh, gosh. I'm always really happy to see Wendy Malick and things. I learned that I'm still really happy to see Wendy Malick and things. Mm-hmm. Good way to rephrase that so it was an actual answer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, it reaffirmed uh-huh. okay. my excitement in seeing her being used. Like like Christine Baranski. I'm just excited to see them anywhere. Mm. Oh, God. But something about lobster cops? or <laughs> You know what? People in general, both in TV writing and menu writing, are underutilizing lobster puns. <laughs> and it's not just a problem with a local restaurant. This is this is a global issue <laughs> that needs to be addressed. That's what I learned. Is there anything that could be done to improve this show? No. Yeah, I kind of feel like it is what it is. It's a kind of bland 
kids show. It's it's a standard kids show with a ocean mermaid skin. You know what they could do? They could add some snorks. <laughs> During that opening the opening credits, I was thinking, I wish I was watching the snorks right now. Thinking about it now, I wish I had watched the snorks. So <laughs> instead, if you could work some snorks in there, that'd be great. <laughs> So if you have any suggestions as to how bubble guppies could be improved, uh, any great lobster puns or any puns, really, mm-hmm. or just want to say hello, you can reach out to us at ScreenTimeIsCancelled at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at STIC Podcast. Bye. Bye. Screen Time is Cancelled is written and produced by your host, Andrew and Alan. Our theme music is Winner Winner by Kevin McLeod. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you!